0: Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richmond and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. You done fooling around or what? You going to do this or what? Welcome to Podcast 26. Chris, is that correct? 26, right? I believe so. Did you know that I'm officially sponsored by First Light? No. And they're sending me $7,000 worth of First Light gear. Nice. I'm kidding. Oh. That's a, that's a lie. Son of a... I do like their gear, though. Okay. First Light. It's pretty good stuff. Um, I'll take so... some Second Light. Second Light? Yeah. You All get right. the First Light, I'll have the Second Light. That's fine. Um, So my food plots uh, a couple weeks ago were looking pretty, uh, pretty rough. They were actually, really? turn, yeah, they were turning a little brown because of the lack of rainfall. Ew. Now it won't stop raining <laughs> and my food plots are green as can be. How about yeah. yours?
1: Yeah, I've, I've been,
0: uh, I've foiler fed them twice already.
1: Shame Ooh, on nice. me. Shame yeah. on me, but the deer are loving it. They're in there all day long. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: You just planted something yesterday, right? Yep.
1: Yep, I did all my screening yesterday because I knew this rain event was going to happen. Yes, that is the Jug of Incognito by Domain.
0: That's what you use, right?
1: Bomb. Heck yeah, that's what I use. is a mix of Egy- Egyptian wheat and sorghum and a hybrid sorghum. Yeah. And I
0: planted three jugs of that sucker. Nice. Yeah. So you screened, uh, did you block roads or what did you yeah. do?
1: Yeah, at the, at the destination plot across the road, I screened a road,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I enclosed a one plot, and I mil- built a couple walls in between some plots. Um, here at the house in the feed plot, I screened that sucker in from the neighbors there, um, and
0: believe it or not, I am still getting turkeys. Nice. I, I actually had some turkeys show up in my clover plots.
1: Man, I hope they stick around.
0: last few days they've been in there.
1: Four big gobblers at, across the road.
0: Nice. That's what I had, yeah. too. It was four yep. four gobblers and two jakes. Hmm. So I know they'll be there for yeah, next I'm, year.
1: I'm hoping they stick around. Now, My daughter, when she went uh, to work the one night, she said she saw a hen in the neighbor's yard with some poults, some little tiny poults. crossing the road so i know there should be some little ones i have not seen that yet there should be some in the fall here running around hopefully Mm -hmm. there's a good flock brewing definitely we need some we need some birds in this area it's it's been depleted for so long we had such an issue with uh, coyotes and foxes and things and uh but i haven't seen any of them in a while haven't even caught any on trail camera i mean i had a couple two years ago i don't think last year i had a one yeah, I did. I had I had one or two. But anyhow, we had an issue. But You have a lot now, of issues. I think the turkey's on the way back.
0: You have a lot of issues. Tissues for crying. Yeah, tissues. How do you make a tissue dance?
1: Oh, I know this one.
0: Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was lame.
0: Epic. Epic. What do you... Oh, never mind, I forgot the joke already. Anyway, um, I had some questions come in. Let's do and it. And people want to know. They Wire just... Yep, they just... If somebody is leasing a brand new property or purchase, mm-hmm. if you're one of the proud ones that can purchase a property these days, um, what are some first steps to take on setting that property up to better your deer hunt, increase the deer on your property, all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. um, we briefly discussed this, guys, on just this topic, but we didn't tell each other like what our ideas are. So Chris has a couple ideas. I have a few things that I would do, and we'll just gonna, you know, go back and forth. So I have no idea what you're going to say, and mm-hmm. you have no idea what I'm going to say. Nope. And so, we'll
1: probably help each other along the way.
0: For sure. Because so, I know I
1: didn't remember everything.
0: Right. So, uh, you go first. Okay. So, and also, when you describe this, please describe if, how, maybe it would be different from a small property to, say, a larger property, mm. if you can. Because um, it would be a little different. Well, different, I'm, but more things. I'm thinking this way. <clears throat> What
1: are you thinking i'm thinking if you were going you mentioned leasing or purchasing not just getting permission to hunt somewhere correct mm-hmm. okay yeah,
0: a full lease property where yep. that person had full reign of the place they could yep. plant food plots bedding okay so
1: i want to make that clear we're not talking about knocking on someone's door and getting permission so no. this is the things i would do if i was actually attaining a piece of property or leasing it yep. And, and, or buying my first step I'm thinking is I'm paying the taxes. I'm going to post this sucker up solid. Hmm. And I know people are going to whine and cry about that. Mm -hmm. But as I just said, if I'm going to lease or purchase, I'm going to post it up solid. And if you want to hunt it and trespass, you can come ask me for permission. How about that? Yeah, I like it. Um and you and I figured out in the past that the paint that you buy, the purple paint, it's it's the PA law now that you put on trees instead of mm-hmm. a million yellow signs, we figured out that the paintable kind stays on better.
0: And in, in, is in brighter. The, in the gallon jugs that you brush yes, on. Yeah, the brush because it on. The spray yep. paint's junk.
1: Spray paint was junk. And that stuff gave me a sinus infection. The spray <laughs> Yeah. I huffed too much of that when we was out there spraying. Mm-hmm. And it was cold out, remember? Yeah. Um, I ended up with sinus infection out of that. You're weak. Uh, my immune system's weak. You're weak. So I would invest in one roll of uh, posted signs yep. and That's have them paint. very visible from any angle that you think someone might approach mm-hmm. and then in between i would paint the snot on that joint that's right that would be my first avenue um yeah. well, like we i said that. i know i know there's going to be those guys oh you know i'm butthurt because i had squatters rights to that property for a million
0: years you mm-hmm. know <clears throat> i know hey you gotta be. you gotta secure borders and and yeah. entrances and you gotta if you're paying the money on it hey yeah why? Why would you want somebody else to ruin your time there? Exactly. And then I am going to basically do some
1: scouting. And mm-hmm. when I'm when I say scouting, <clears throat> it's going to incorporate cameras. Two reasons: surveillance and for deer, mm-hmm. or any other critters I'm looking for. <clears throat> I'm going to bears look. bears. I, I love, I love getting pictures of bears. So I'm going to set up surveillance and, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and look for critters that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then boots on the ground. Hold on. I got to do something here. I got a frog on my throat. He's struggling. Whew, I was bad there. So yeah, I'm going to set that all up with the cameras and, uh, have a look around and I'm going to get boots on the ground. And uh, what I'm looking for then is, uh, no boots. Oh, rubber boots to the knee. I am looking for, uh, obviously deer sign, uh, old rub lines, scrape lines, um, travel corridors, bedding areas, uh, openings in timber that, uh, may be future spots for a food plot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I might be looking for an area for a food plot. I would be looking for water sources. Um
0: now I'm struggling.
1: That's the things I would get to first. That's awesome. uh,
0: pretty I mean it's I, a lot of work. <laughs> I mean those those
1: are, that is a lot of stuff. Uh but we can talk we could break it down and talk about them individually later. Yeah. So after you give your input,
0: yeah, my input. So basically I'm, I'm, I would do it the same way I do it when I do, you know, when I go to a client's property for consulting is I like your point of posting the property. I always tell the clients to do that as well. Um, Second thing is obviously I would do, like you said, boots on the ground. I would see where the deer are currently moving. I would follow the trails see how they're maneuvering through your property. Then I would look at, okay, if the deer are moving in this certain area around the property, one, how can I manipulate that in order to hunt it with good entry and exit? Because you can always manipulate where the deer move. If I have to cut down trees, block the trails, make a new trail to make it easier for me to access the property for entry and exit routes. I'd kind of look at that and navigate that into where can I put food on one side of the property, however it lays out, but you want it to be to where set that up to where you can enter and exit, get to your food plot, get around your stands and then pull them either probably to one side or the other to your food. That way you can have, Distance between your bedding and food. That way, you create natural travel corridors to to catch that movement between the bedding and food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then figure out how how the heck do you hunt it? Right. Wind directions, entry and exit access through a neighbor, making new roads. Um, some I did a lot of that with consulting, uh, where they they get skid steers and bulldozers in there to create, you know, like a road or road system around their perimeter so they can jump in, access the edges and hunt. Um, that's basically what I would do to start with, Mm -hmm. like you said, check for water sources. If there is any, if not, you can put some in, but basically manipulate the property in order for you to be able to hunt it successfully without spooking deer.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's pose this question. Yeah. You're done now. Okay. Okay, let's let's post this or uh, pose this question. What what would you look for when you start your scouting? Like break Mm -hmm. it down. Like myself personally, I look for uh, trees of nut. You know, I look for uh, especially white white. I said it. I said it purposely in a way that I wouldn't get picked on again. 'Cause last time I said it and someone chewed us apart with some slander and slang. But yeah, I would look for white oak trees, especially and mm-hmm. and see obviously that's a preferred food, especially if you're not gonna put in food plots. You really need to scour your land and find uh trees with hard mast like the acorn.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: what can you add to that?
0: I would add to it is you can do a evaluation on your property and look at the food value that you currently have look at the browse is it eight and down is it lip high um if it's lip high then you may have to look at your your forest canopy is it closed canopy forest where you're just not getting enough sunlight into the floor um and you have too many deer you know per square mile it may Mm -hmm. be in like a you know a rural area or something um, where you got a lot of houses, squeeze a lot of deer into, um, into, you know, small areas. If you're in like a, kind of a big wooded area, um, with no ag around, then you're, you're gonna be lacking food cause it's all closed canopy. So just kind of evaluate, like evaluate your deer. What you,
1: what you got. Yeah. yeah. And you, know, you said, a, you said a key word there. You, you mentioned the word browse. hmm Um, obviously getting through the winter the deer are gonna hone in on the browse Mm -hmm. um especially if you're not a food plotter you need to really like i said earlier you need to really scour your woods and see what you have Mm -hmm. and decipher if you have enough browse that, that that the deer are able to reach um there's some areas in my neck of the woods here that the browse line is above their heads now
0: yep, way so up
1: yeah it's it's it they can't reach it they've they've eliminated all that so um there's a lot of land around me that is not taken care of it's like a ba- not a it's a basically abandoned <laughs> you only see people go there when it's hunting season so there's no improvements being done and the deer just ravish it all year round until they come to my plots but um yeah there's not a whole lot in the woods for them during the winter now obviously summertime everything's green so there's there's plenty Mm -hmm. in the summer yeah yeah you need to evaluate your brows for winter time
0: yeah evaluate that good point another thing you could do too is evaluate you know add the trail cameras in and do a survey kind of just see how many deer you have in there in that general area obviously when you do improvements and stuff you're going to attract more deer so you're going to need more food so you have to take that into consideration but just physically look at the deer remember the old farm yeah all the deer had ribs showing mm-hmm. you know if if that if that rear end kind of sinks in behind the rib cage and you can see the ribs the deer are just not packing on enough digestible proteins in order to yeah. stick that meat to the ribs and fill them out so that would lead to lack of food mm. is it too is it too many deer per square mile is it you know your properties you know just lacking food that the areas in general are lacking food and if you have enough property and stuff like you can make a difference like look at For the sure whole, Look at the farm. Like we had a hundred acres. Obviously it was attached to many hundreds of acres, but we had a hundred acres to work with. And we had total of. What was there? Three acres when we were done? Yeah. It was like 3.2, three and a quarter acres when we were done. That made a huge difference. Oh my gosh. That was like, it was like a magnet. Well, not only that, but it filled the deer out. Oh, for sure. It filled them. They got, they gained body weight. The ribs went away. So you can make a difference. Now, if it's in an area where there's ag, your efforts are going to be limited because there's already a lot of food. Yeah. But if you're in an area where they're starving, you know, lacking, they're not meeting the, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight pounds of food they need per day. You may be, they only need me getting two or three pounds for food, but you, you can make a difference. Mm-hmm. For sure. My neighbors yep. love me. <laughs>
1: For everything that I plant. Yeah, you know? it, it helps. For sure. Now, um, I've heard comments from a couple of the neighbors. Uh, my father-in-law was deceased. He had a, um, 20 acres there across the road. That's where I have my food plots, destination plots. It's actually my in-law's property. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's about 18 acres right now that aren't. Nothing's being done with, but that two acres that I put in is, you know, they, they really use it a lot. But uh, what I was getting at was a couple of the neighbors commented and said, you know, man, we really miss him when he had corn here and things, you know, but Mm -hmm. we're talking 25 years ago, you know, but they said the best hunting was when your father-in-law had corn in there or when he was farming that still, you know, and it's true. I mean it was ridiculous
0: did you hunt over there at that time i
1: did a little bit but it's hard um it it was it was hard to hunt because well you've seen it there's two tree lines and the rest of it is encroaching on other people's properties and things Mm -hmm. so there was people there hunting also, you know, on the other side of the lines. Um, it was, it was tough to hunt, but it was plenteous on deer. <laughs> if you can catch my drift, they, they was, they was coming to far ways for that, that corn. And if you could uh, find a tree to get in and uh, wait a little while, you was going to see some deer for sure.
0: He didn't leave he didn't leave a stand all year right he harvested it he harvested yep okay he
1: did, but that kept him in the area and kept them fed and fattened
0: mm-hmm. up did, he, did then, he ever plant beans there
1: um I don't recall beans,
0: so it was just corn every year
1: well, the years that he planted it it was corn okay yeah he didn't he didn't plant at the house a whole I mean you know. He didn't feel fill that field up every year. A lot of times it was just like uh like cover crops and cereal grains and things, and he would have somebody come in and uh cut harvest it. that for him, yeah, and right. cut it, you know. Uh yeah, I but the years he did corn, it was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so people can look at that, you know, what what's in the area as well, you know? Is it well an and
1: act? and it's been like I said, it's been 25 years now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he had that was a cow pasture for like 10, no, for like 15 years after he quit farming. And then he got rid of all the cows, smartened up, got rid of all of them. And then he started with the horses. And they, it was, they were on there for 10 years. So, I mean, the ground is pretty fertile. But, it was left fallow all those years for like 25 mm-hmm. years. And then I start uh, food plotting over there and the critters are starting to come back and the neighbors are loving it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, you you can make a difference. It, it is. Um, it
1: is making a difference.
0: Yeah. I would add to it um, for, you know, if somebody's getting new land is once all that's figured out, you know where your food plots are going or are going to go. You can hunt. You can exit without spooking them. You got some other situations figured out, bedding and and access routes and travel routes. Start working on that food plot soil. Start start getting a soil sample because the more you can improve the soil, um, the more you're going to have better better wildlife. You're going to have a better crop because that crop's going to be able to produce more tonnage, more tonnage equals more food, more food equals you know more food for the deer so start taking the proper steps to that you know basic soil samples and and start getting some actual lime in there um and fertility get your fertility levels up figure all that out and then determine whether or not you need you know spring and summer food plots you know do you really need a spring and summer food plot you know or do you just need a fall food plot you know and a lot of people ask me that like hey dave how do you balance that like how do you know if you need a spring and summer food plot yeah and it's just a it's just a rough opinion on it but obviously there's a lot of factors that go on it so anybody's listening don't take this for you know as a hundred you know as a hundred percent but i say if you're in an ag area and you're planting if you're in an ag area you don't need spring and summer food plots you, you're, you don't need to try to feed them they have plenty of food so in that case just use something to improve your soil such as buckwheat overhaul um domain has a good one called overhaul you can put that in there it's not really going to feed the deer you're just mainly going to improve the soil leading into your fall your fall food plot if you are in a big wood setting like the old farm and you're and the areas lacking food, the deer kind of have ribs showing a little bit, you know, start planting summer, spring and summer food because it, it, now if you're planning a little quarter acre food plot, it's probably not going to help very much, you know? So when you start getting into the one acre, two acre, three acre, four acre, five acre fields in a big wood setting, you're going to attract a lot of deer to that area, but you're going to make a difference in that, in those deer. You you'll see it. Give it a couple years, and they will see it. So that's how I kind of balance the two, and people right. can use that as a as a as a guide. Yep, yep.
1: I was gonna I was gonna transition into sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing a lot of guys on Facebook talking about woods plots. Um, the one the number one failure in woods plot is sunlight. Mm -hmm. Um, or planting the wrong product in a moist environment, you know. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're going to have enough sunlight if you're planting on something in the woods. Now, the old farm, we were fortunate enough that there was, that was an old uh, homestead type situation. And there was, what, approximately two, two and a half acres of clearing there already that they used to farm way back
0: when. It was, um, it was two acres. It was two and a quarter. And then we got the skid steering there and we cleared another acre. Okay. So
1: we was fortunate. There was an overgrown field there and we just had to tune it up.
0: Oh, we tuned it up.
1: You know, and it, it just, just ridiculous. I mean, if you folks haven't been with us long, you need to scroll back through our videos and mm-hmm. and look back about, Oh, you can go back, you can go back as far as four years, you know, um, and come forward to three to two Mm -hmm. and see the difference that was made. It was, I mean, it was,
0: it was like, it was magical.
1: It was visual. I mean, it was literally visual. I mean, when we first started hunting it, the first couple hunts we had there, the deer were kind of small and scrawny Mm -hmm. and then, you know, year two, you know, they got better and then year three. We had some hog, some hog deer there. I
0: mean, well, not only that, but you said the visual of it. I mean, it was completely, completely transformed.
1: Yeah, you can, you can, you could, you could see it as we progressed. Um, I don't know how many, how many, what do you figure you got? 700 videos out?
0: I have like 670 total, but. I would say there's probably probably 500 of them on 500 of them on just that farm. Yeah. At least yeah.
1: I have like 300. Got, right? I got like 300 over 300 and some videos now, like 330 or something so like that. So you probably got about what? I,
0: 150?
1: I probably got 100, 150 videos of that too. Yeah. So I mean, if you go back and and check out both our channels, you could see the progression through all the video footage. Yeah. Especially the hunts. When you yeah. actually see the critters standing in front of us and how many there is, and like I said, you go back four years, look how skinny they were, and go back, th- you know, progress to three years, progress to two years, you could tell that the deer were healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, their, co- their coats were better. The, they had weight. You know, the ribs weren't shown. You, they had weight around the hips and shoulders and broad chests and things. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it did make a difference.
0: Well, anybody can do it. it. It there's a lot of work that goes into it, and you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it all in one year. You're not going to do it yeah. in one year. You got to have you know. There's money involved. There's time mm-hmm. and labor. Yeah. Um. But there's a lot that goes into that. You know, we spend a lot of time on soil health and for their oh, yeah. feeding and like. You know, we planting stuff. We made sure. Everything was legit, and it makes a difference.
1: And, you know, I just thought of this. There's one thing that we never did. What's that? We never put out a salt block. We never put out a mineral block. Mm -hmm. We sprayed foiler minerals Mm -hmm. and things like that. But, you know, because everybody wanted to know, how'd you grow them big bucks? Well, everybody thinks the answer to that is, you know, mineral sites and, Mm -hmm. you know things like that we never did any of that
0: nope well that area was illegal to do anyway well yeah Um, we
1: after i think i think the first year we was there we were still okay
0: i probably but then it was a cwd situation yeah
1: yep the cwd situation popped up and we got included in that zone Mm -hmm. so we weren't allowed to do that anyhow but
0: no but um, no nothing nothing well i
1: i don't do it you know yeah. I don't do that here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I I'm out of the zone where I'm at.
0: My um, new farm, um, mm-hmm. we can do it. Oh, yeah. So I, I've been putting out uh, recharge from mm-hmm. the main, and it's a it's a mineral, yeah. but I use it for inventory. Right. You know, I just I they they tear it up. I get inventory and um and stuff like that. I still well, use there's it <clears> throat> <two> throat> a lot of for false... their feeding. I'm sorry. There's no, I'm just of... saying I. I put that out for inventory, but I still do, you know, the, the food plots and, you know, I their feed it and yeah. all that stuff.
1: Well, there's a lot of misconception out there though. I mean, a lot of, a lot of tricky advertising, you know, you're going to grow, a, you're going to uh, grow your bucks with this mineral. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every little bit helps. Don't get me wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the but, whole thing I think is like with the mineral that you dump on the ground, it's a wild deer. So it's not like a, it's not a fenced in deer to where you can feed them that they're in an enclosure and they're, they're eating it every single day. That's all they have to eat. You're talking about putting it out in the wild and having a, you know what I mean? So you the limitations on it is very limited. It does work great for pictures and I'm not going to say it doesn't, it does absolutely nothing. It, it, I'm sure it, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, just a lot of like, calcium in it. So. Right. I mean, me, me personally. I'm using it for inventory,
1: but you could, uh, if if you have uh, if you have plots involved, and you have something high in protein, that's just as good as growing at growing the antlers as a, a mineral with calcium in it and salt.
0: Food is always your number one. It's going to be the
1: healthiest. Yeah, if
0: that's always the number one go to if you can increase the food value, and the soil health. Because the soil is what gives it to the deer. Um, that's going to be your biggest advantage.
1: And, I, and I'm just spitballing here as you're talking. I'm thinking of more and more stuff. Um, when some company comes out with this feed and they or this blend and they say, this has 30% protein. Well, if your soil conditions are crap and your pH is low, your fertility is bad, you're not getting 30%. <laughs> out of that seed okay mm-hmm. you're gonna what you put in is what you get out mm-hmm. just like the hard work that you do yeah there's a lot put, of if you're not putting in the work and putting in the the, the right nutrition into the soil you're not gonna get the 30 percent you might get sure. like a 10 percent protein or something you know if you have crappy numbers
0: yeah they ever they put it on the bag for it like you said advertisement and yeah it may have the potential to get 30% for sure. Sure, sure. sure. Um in but if situations. Your sunlight's poor, your pH is low, the nutrients aren't there, you have crappy soil. You you might not get it. You're right. not you're not going to get it.
1: I just I just wanted to mention that. It just popped in my head.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of people think they see the you know, 30% protein. Right. Well, you you could, but it takes a lot of work to get that. Yeah. So, hmm. that's what I would do to set up a new property. I mean, there's a Can lot of different stuff. It, can you think of anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. Huh? It's it's without being there, it's hard to say because there's right. always little, there's right. always little tweaks and stuff you can do. That's why nothing beats boots on the ground. I mean, um,
1: when when we had that property, I mean we we posted the snot out of it. We had to chase a few people out. <laughs> we had to door knock a little bit, let some people know there was some seriousness here, urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, the state police and the game wardens were called a couple of times. We went to the police station. (laughs) Um, yeah, we, we got the signs and stuff out. Uh,
0: we scouted the place, scoured it really well. Lime, fertilizer, scouting, travel routes, bedding, hinge cutting. We we couldn't get a
1: lime truck down there. So we had to do a lot of hoofing.
0: That's what people don't understand, man. Like we put there was a lot of effort into YouTube yeah. videoing on both channels yeah. on that one property. Yeah. Like there was a lot you know, of time like, spent. Yeah. Like we put out a video or something and then people were like, <laughs> Oh, you know, but just, I don't know. Find People always find something to complain about. I'm like, dude, you have no clue the amount of work that it takes that I put and you put into that yeah. driving four hours, one <laughs> way working 10 11 12 hours on the farm yeah. driving home 4 hours editing two, three, four videos a week plus working 40 to 50 55 hours full time job and then doing that like
1: yeah I it wanna, was like
0: shut up <laughs> you know it what I mean? was
1: you know it was only an hour for me it was 4 hours for you for mm-hmm. driving wise uh all your fuel costs Um, You know, the fertility-wise, the lime and fertilizer and stuff, basically, you paid for that, and I supplied labor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Basically, I mean, let's face it.
0: Well, except Uh, that one time where we basically traded a four-wheeler for a pallet of lime.
1: That is true. That's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah basically yeah
0: you got my old four-wheeler
1: yep dave had, a, had dave's i still have dave's old four-wheeler he yep. i needed a different set of wheels and i took i told him i'd buy that off him he said hey i need lime i said hey i will buy you lime if i can get the bike off of him
0: that now, was he a... had some,
1: you had some issues with the bike but you fixed it yeah i'm still running the thing
0: yeah and that was what four years ago at least and That's a. It was a two fifty. What
1: uh, was that? Wolverine or Timberwolf? Timberwolf. Timberwolf.
0: I'll tell you, man. That thing is old, and that thing still works. What's
1: that? Ninety seven.
0: No, that was a eighty seven. Eighty seven. So eighty seven. How old was that? Uh, uh, it's ancient. Thirty five years old.
1: It still works. Still runs.
0: Yep.
1: Runs pretty so, pretty decent. I did pull the carburetor apart last week and cleaned it a little bit. Mm-hmm. float was sticking again mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah well,
0: what's weird about that is it stuck when I got it mm-hmm. I took it apart and bought a rebuild kit for it it worked for a while then it started sticking again so I was like screw it yeah I bought a new carburetor for it mm-hmm. and it's sticking again, and it still sticks yep and I, I, I'm
1: threatening to buy a new one for it
0: <laughs> it was cheap too I mean it was like yeah you can get that yeah new cheap. carb
1: for like 40 bucks. Right, but I don't understand why I keep I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't it, know. It sticks all I I can pull it apart today and it'll stick tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I
0: don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I just even I a just brand new it. one like I don't I don't get it. Anyway. Right. Um, yeah,
1: we're getting off subject, but yeah, that's that's episode 26. Yeah. New property set up and
0: layout. Hey, did you know I'm sponsored by Force First Line?
1: I still didn't know that.
0: Okay. I'm not though.
1: <laughs> when are you gonna get sponsored by First Lake?
0: Um, when are you can't, gonna do that? I can't tell you. It's a secret. Huh? You Gonna, nah, you, you gonna contact even. them. Nah, contact nah. them. Nope Anyway, uh, episode twenty six. I'm starving. I'm getting uh, hangry. So well, I uh, we're am hungry. We're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. Well. Anybody yeah. have any questions? Post them on the podcast. Post post them on Chris's channel. Yep. And get over to City Sticker, Chris, and watch it.
1: If you yep. can, if yep. not, it's on your favorite listening platforms.
0: That's it. Every platform. I so guess we should
1: announce what it's called, right? We white... haven't even said it for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's the Whitetail Obsession Podcast. If Correct. You, you know, if you're watching on YouTube or whatever, yep. you can find it on the platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever there is. Yeah, It's on every single one, uploaded Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every mm-hmm. Sunday. So we're on next week will be 27. Yep. Yeah, we'll yep. see you guys yep. there.
1: Okay guys, see ya. Thanks for listening.
0: Later.